Hello, everyone. You're listening to Learn Japanese Pod with me, Alex, and you're listening to the fun Friday edition of the podcast. And if you don't know what that is, this is where we temporarily put away our Japanese textbooks and talk to cool people doing cool things in Japan. And this episode is no exception because we are joined. By the amazing, the talented Miku Sensei from <laughs> Miku Real Japanese. Thank you for coming, Miku Sensei. Thank you for having me, Alex.、Yay. I'm so excited. Me too, me too. Patch, patch, patch. Patch, 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 patch. We were talking about doing a podcast together for a long time, but finally the day has come. Yeah. Yay. So, Dane, I've always like, I'm listening to like your podcast when I, like, since I'm, I was in Mexico, so it's like two years ago. Oh, wow. No way, really? Right. Well, I've been watching your videos, and let me say, I, I love your videos. They're hilarious, entertaining, <laughs> they're really educational. I love your teaching style as well. It's really clear, really easy to understand. And I think you explain concepts about the language and culture of Japan really well. So, Miku sensei, I'd like to say, Mukatsuku. If you don't know what nandeyane is in English, how would you translate that in English? Like, give me a break, or what are you saying, or yeah, right, yeah, what、right. the hell, or something yeah, what, like that. What the hell, dude? Come on. <laughs> no, no, no. But、um, by the way, people, if, if you haven't heard of Miku's Sensei and Miku Real Japanese, you've probably been living in a cave. Go Google it now. Go check out the videos. They're really amazing. So, <laughs> Um, basically, today's goal is to get inside Miku's head and、mm. ask her lots of questions about what she does, who she is. And、uh, we'll, we've also got some listener questions. So I emailed all of you lovely Learn Japanese Pod listeners and I asked you to ask a question to Miku. So we've got some listener questions. And at the end, I thought it would be fun to kind of switch into Japanese mode and then just do some more. Uh, questions in Japanese. But anyway, so Miku, how are you today? What, what's going on? I'm great. I'm g r e a I'm great. I'm great. I'm in Tokyo. I'm good.、So. I'm fine. Zeko cho desu yo. Zeko cho. And、uh, again, thank you so much for coming on today's podcast. And、uh, well, where should we start, Miku Sensei? I don't really know where to start. Perhaps we'll start with could you tell us a little bit about. Miku, real Japanese, and what kinds of things do you teach? What kind of things can people learn?、Mm. So, this, like basically, I studied this、uh, real Japanese, Miku, real Japanese, when I was in Mexico. So, you'd be、mm. last year, right? So, 2018.、Oh, wow. I've studied,、uh, first of all, Instagram account. Mm. And I started this because I wanted to teach, you know, real Japanese. The, the name is real Japanese, right? So, real Japanese, like authentic and practical Japanese that we actually use here in Japan. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Sometimes there's a gap between like textbook Japanese and like, you know, broken casual Japanese, right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Right. You know that because you lived in, live in Tokyo. I'm sure you've heard this a million times, but when I studied Japanese, we studied with very,、uh, mm. what would you call it? Just、mm. very boring textbooks, you know. <laughs> Watashi no namai wa Arixu desu. Shumi wa 
バンジージャンプです。You know, <laughs> バンジージャンプ。<laughs> and, and then you, you spend all this time learning polite Japanese.、Mm-hmm. And then when you actually come to Japan, you realize that 80% of the Japanese you're learning is actually casual, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. like I'm not really focusing on grammar for, for example,、mm. JLPT exam or business Japanese or like really polite Japanese. I'm mainly teaching casual and real Japanese because, like, for me, language, I learn language as well, you know, like I learn, I learn English and Spanish.、Mm. And like my focus is to connect with people using language,、mm-hmm. it's not to pass exam and that's over, right? Do you ever feel kind of pressure that you should be teaching JLPT? <laughs> the JLPT seems to be the big gorilla in the room and you have to learn it. Do you ever feel pressure to teach that? So, like in the future, I would like to, like, it's really important to know where you are by、mm. taking the exam. So, like, and also if you want to work in Japan, it's kind of important to get that qualification, right? Sure. So, like, In order to help them have more opportunity to work and to live in Japan, I would love to help with that. But first of all, connection is my motto.、Mm-hmm. So, like, I heard this all the time with my friends from another country. Like, I cannot express myself in Japanese, or I cannot feel connected to Japanese people. And that hit me when I was teaching Japanese in Mexico.、Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, of course, it's very important to know how to speak politely because it's Japanese culture to talk to people politely when you meet first, like, new people. But after that, you have to break that barrier, right?、Mm-hmm. If you want to get closer to that person, that's where I wanted to help.、Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you are looking to only pass JLPT or learn business Japanese, I might, like, in the future, I might. Be able to help you, but for now, my focus is if you want to come to Japan and go to like a local bar and start talking to people, like start making friends, that's where I would like to like help. I think that's the most useful thing you can learn, actually. <laughs> that's so awesome. You know,、um, in my first job in Japan, I actually worked on the JET program. And、mm. I did two years there. And at the end of my two years, I talked to my supervisor and I said, What did you think about me as an employee? How did I do basically? And he goes, Ah,、oh, Alex, well, you know, I'm not going to do it. Alex, no, Nihongo got just a tiny sugidio. It's like your Japanese is too polite. And he actually said that because my Japanese was like way, way too polite, he actually felt there was more of a distance between us. So, even though you know, I'd studied really hard and I'd learned all the proper textbook Japanese, he felt that there was less of a connection.、Mm. Yeah, so、uh, I wish your videos had been around a million years ago when we first <laughs> came to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> so, I heard that so many times from my friends that、mm. like, I started to Google, you know, I started to see if there are content out there, and、mm. you know, there are some. But I, I, compared to other languages, it was like so like few. Yeah, right, right, right. So, yeah, I thought,、ah, I want to do something about it. <laughs> All right, now it's good. So,、um, hmm. why do you think your students want to learn Japanese? Who, who is your typical student? So, that's it. 
like lots of people are very interested in Japanese culture, right? And like Japanese ways of thinking, and they want to like kind of come to Japan and then immerse themselves in that mm -hmm. culture. So, like of course, there are some people who love um, game, toka anime, toka ne, manga, toka ne. Mm -hmm. like lots of people are interested in Japan. Like, so I would say my students are mostly learning Japanese to live here or to work here. Right, right, mm. right, right. That that's really amazing. Yeah, I've I've sometimes asked my listeners, you know, why are you interested in Japan? Mm. And usually, the I think the number one answer is culture. Another question: What is your advice for a complete beginner who is new to studying Japanese? Mm. <laughs> 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 my advice would be: This is very typical, but first of all, it's very important to learn hiragana and katakana because mm. if you learn them, your pronunciation is going to be much better than reading alphabet. Yeah, yeah. Because mm. if you like read alphabet, you would pronounce the way you pronounce in English or in your language. So it, I know it's the, you know, first biggest wall you have to climb, but I think that's the most important thing. And after that, I would say learn as many verbs as possible mm, 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 because like you might have realized that but Japanese people don't use as many adjectives as English learners I mean English speakers mm, mm. for example like kawaii toka tanoshi omoshiroi yabai but like English speakers use a lot more adjectives I realized mm. Mm. but when we express in Japanese, the verbs comes becomes very important. Mm. So, of course, if it's important to get the balance and then learn nouns, adjective, and other stuff, but verbs, Japanese verbs, is very important. That's a really interesting point, and uh, I completely agree with you. I, I I think that's really really good advice. Yeah, definitely verbs are good. I just realized English. We've got too many adjectives <laughs> don't we like you know like you know fantastic wonderful amazing awesome what do they mean very good right <laughs> they mean the same thing that's true so that's really good advice now the the other question i get a lot is mm. from people who've actually been studying japanese for a while mm -hmm. maybe a couple of years maybe they've been studying by themselves mm. maybe they have a japanese teacher maybe they've even come to japan but the big problem is they they hit this plateau they suddenly feel stuck mm -hmm. and they're not improving and they're getting really frustrated and they mm. don't know what to do next. I know this is a difficult question, but mm. do you have any advice for people who feel stuck right. with their Japanese? Mm, uh, and I wanted to add something to mm. the previous question. Sure. So after, sorry to change the order, but after learning the verbs, I would say learn Japanese conjugation. Uh, te form, ta form, nai form, dictionary form, mass form, you know, volitional right. form. Because, mm. like, I realized that Japan, like, Japanese is like a code combination of verb form and, and a phrase. For example, takoto mm. garimas, takoto garimas. I have done something right, like, right, right, to talk right. about experience, right? You need ta form plus koto garimas, right? Mm. So, 
you have to know the ta form before, right? Mm, First of all. Mm, 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 mm. And if you know ta form and then you memorize other phrase, you can create another construction. You think there's like an order in which you should learn them then? Right. Like if you get the conjugation right, verb mm. conjugation right, mm. in the like beginning stage of your process, it's going to be so much easier. That's what mm. I realized with my students. Because if you learn Tafum and then if you get used to it, like like to the point you don't have to think the conjugation. Mm. You know, taberu, tabeta. Mm. You know, if you think about the Tafum of taberu, it just mm. comes naturally. Mm-hmm. If you get to the point where you don't, you don't have to think, then it's easier to construct uh, construct another grammar construction. For example, takoto ga arimasu. You know ta form already. You can say, okay, ta form plus ho ga ii desu. It's better mm-hmm. to do something. You should do something. Ta ho ga ii. You know, so I would say after learning verbs, like it's difficult. This was the most, one of the problems that my students had. Mm. And lots of people give up here. <laughs> Actually, right, right. So, like, I created verb conjugation shadowing audio for my students. Great, great. And I could see that it was helping with their process so much. Mm. Right. So, I would say learn verbs and after that, learn conjugation. Where can people get hold of your shadowing audio amazing stuff? <laughs> uh, so, I made it my products for my patron. Right. So, basically, you can listen to it while you're doing anything like, you know, exercising or cooking and stuff. And you hear it again and again and again, and you have to say it out loud. This mm-hmm. is what I realized as well. Like if you just listen to it, you don't re- memorize. But if you say it out loud, your brain, you can trick your brain. Mm-hmm. And then your brain thinks, oh, this is actually important because this, this person is saying again and again and again. <laughs> so I'm going to put this information into the long-term memory Mm-mm-mm. that's how i realized it so yeah if you're interested you can check out my patreon page yeah and sure get the um, so we're, we're, yeah um what i'll do is i'll put links to everything connected to you on the website for this podcast and uh but but i mean we'll talk about this at the end of the podcast too but just quickly um what's the best way people can find your stuff just uh, do Miku Real Japanese Patreon on Google. Is that a good way to find it? Yeah. yeah you can cool. go onto the Patreon page and then, you know, re- uh, search Miku Real Japanese. You can find it there. I think I might go buy some myself. <laughs> Sounds very good. Sounds nice. Sounds, that's, that's, by the way, that's such a brilliant way of thinking about it because it's so clear. I think a lot of, I think one of the biggest problems that beginners of Japanese have is they hit this wall of information and they don't know where to start. Mm. Should I start kanji first? Should I start hiragana first? Should I start learning random phrases? But I think the order you did it in, you know, learn the kana, learn hiragana, katakana, to really force you to pronounce it correctly. Mm-hmm. And then just learning basic conjugation, right? I think that's a really... Yeah, because you've got tat form and tet form and those then go on to more complicated grammar structures. So, God, I wish I'd known that when I'd started Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, and then your question about how I would say to people who are frustrated, right? And then not making enough progress. Yeah. I would, like, like before, as a language learner, 
I would ask, what is your goal?、Mm -hmm. Why are you learning Japanese and what do you want to do with it? And if we don't know why, we would quit. Yeah. So yeah. it's very, very important that we have a goal to keep up our motivation, right? So,、mm -hmm. whatever it is, you know, it's good, whatever. So, for example, if you can, you can plan to come to Japan, buy a ticket, and、mm -hmm. learn before Japanese,、uh, coming to Japan. Or, for example, set the goal for JLPT test as well. Anything is、mm -hmm. good. But you have a certain goal or image where you want to go with Japanese. So that would be number one tip. And what I realized through learning Spanish and English, because I was struggling so much with those two languages, like I was good at grammar. I was、mm -hmm. okay at grammar, I would say, but、mm -hmm. I couldn't express myself and I was so frustrated.、Mm -hmm. So I started to develop my strategy on my own. How can I like, improve it? How can I express myself better? And I wanted to kind of test, like, I developed that strategy for myself to break through. And I wanted to test it if Jap I can use that strategy with Japanese learners. That's how I started to teach online. So I had some students, I tested on them. <laughs> I didn't、right. say that I was testing on them, but I、yeah. tested on them. Mm. And some of them didn't work for some students, but most of them work so well. And that is, you have to analyze what you're talking in your mother tongue. So, for example, if you'd like to talk about your family, learn how to talk about family in Japanese. If you love to talk about, like, if you usually talk about work, your passion, your you know, life, like, learn specific t o p i c and then how to. Say what you usually say in your mother. Like most of the time, we don't know what we, we say, what we are talking in our mother tongue.、Mm -hmm. But if we analyze it and know what topic we need to become fluent, because basically, if you can talk about what you talk about in your mother tongue, you can become fluent. You don't have to talk about difficult stuff that you, don't, you never say in your mother tongue, right?、Mm -hmm. So I would say, analyze your,、um, your native language. Mm. What you're talking about and what you want to talk about, and then learn how to talk about t o p i c that would my that would be my go,、um, top tip. You know, I, I really agree with you because I, I find that、um, a lot of people tend to get stuck in their textbook, they think that learning Japanese or any language、mm. is, is just about learning words and phrases and grammar, but it, it's I think you really hit the nail on the head when you said, What do you want to do? Do with the language. You know, a language is a doing thing. You want to achieve goals. And, you know, it's great to sit down with your flashcards and learn a bunch of grammar and vocabulary. But I think practicing in real life or using it is the best way. So, yeah, fantastic、uh, advice there, Miku Sensei.、Mm -hmm. um, I think you may have already answered this, but it's kind of a similar question. But what kind of student? Um, makes a lot of progress in Japanese. I'm talking about, you know, their attitude or study habits. So, that's it. I think people who are not afraid to make mistakes.、Mm. Like, I was very afraid of making mistakes. And my some of my students were very like, afraid to make mistakes. But as long、mm. like, as soon as I said, Mina, daijobu, like, 間違えたらもっと上手になる
、間違えた時、うんうんうん、一番覚えるから you know, When you make mistakes, that's where you learn the most I love your videos where you, you actually teach like that So, you know the videos with Rachel And she, Rachel <laughs> is having a conversation you Is having a conversation with you in Japanese, and she wants to say that she's married. So, logically, in her brain, she says, Kekon shimas, which doesn't mean that. It means I'm gonna get married. And so, you say, Omedeto gozaimasu. And she said, No, 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 no.、Uh, Kekon shimashita. <laughs> right. But the, the real thing is, if you wanna say that you're married now, you say, Kekon shitemasu, which is like a really good lesson. But the whole lesson is based on a mistake, which is really good. That, that's very、really、cool. でも、I would say don't be afraid of making mistakes because,、mm-hmm. you know, I think the most mistakes we make、uh, when learning Japanese is particles, right? First of all,、mm-hmm. wa and ga particles and verb conjugation, as I said,、mm-hmm. and Japanese tense, like you mentioned.、Mm-hmm. Like, 結婚しますお結婚していますお結婚しました It's a little like subtle difference, right? But it changes everything. But, like, as long as like, you are willing to speak, willing to communicate with people, Japanese people make mistakes as well with Japanese. Sure. Right? Sure. So it's okay to make mistakes. Like, start speaking. And as long as you're trying, like, Japanese people would listen to you.、Mm. And then, number two、um, asset of People who learn Japanese really well、yeah. is like,、mm, so that、ね、people who found a way to enjoy the process. Yeah, right, right. Right, right, right. So, like, if you have a textbook, you can't do it. うん、そうそうそうそうそう、うん、一番なんか、うん、何性格のある素晴らしいテキストでもつまらないテキストだったらもうやめちゃうでしょ、うん、そうそう飽きちゃうと思う,と思う、ね、そうだね we,、うん、we get bored of it ね、えー、でも I'd say 例えば if you love traveling go watch traveling videos in Japanese、うん、if you love anime it's good like lots of people say if you learn Japanese with watching anime you'd end up speaking in a weird way and it, to a certain degree that's true <笑> But I would say, like, anime is amazing to learn Japanese as well. Sure, sure. Like, yeah, as long as you know the difference,、mm-hmm. like, ending particles, sometimes we don't use, like, kashira, you know, like, daijobu kashira,、mm-hmm. like, female way of saying, is it okay? Do you think it's okay?、Yeah. Daijobu kashira.、Mm-hmm. Like, anime character says a lot, right? Or, teme kono yaro, or something like that. Or, mai wa mo shinderu. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I had to use that. Yeah, you had to use that. <laughs> <laughs> you took the chance, ne? I took the chance, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. But, like, do something, like, learn Japanese doing something you love.、Mm. If you love cooking, there are so many cooking videos on YouTube in Japanese, right?、Uh, my, my recommendation is、mm. Terrace House. Terrace House, yes, yes, yes. And as long as I say it's a reality TV show, people go, ah, I hate reality TV show, you know?、Yeah. But it's a lot different from Western style reality TV show where people go crazy.、Um, it's a drama, but without the drama. Right. <laughs> but for, for example,、uh, Terrace House, recently, no one's been dating on Terrace House at all. 
It's, I mean, they, they, they go on dates, but like nothing's happening. They're very timid. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, actually, Terrace House is really good to test your Japanese. If you think your Japanese is good, go listen to Terrace House and you, you'll get an idea of, oh, what did she say? I have absolutely no idea. But the great thing is you can go back and check it again. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really good listening practice. Yeah. So and then you 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 learn also Japanese culture or Japanese people's mm. behavior. Mm. But what's taboo in Japan and stuff. So if you want to live in Japan, it'd be good mm. to watch that video before coming to Japan. <laughs> yeah, mm. It's an amazing window into Japanese culture. Mm. But by the way, Miki Sensei, who's your favorite character in Terrace House? So that guilty samurai? Have you ever watched it? <laughs> no, 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 no. How I episode series gonna? Okay, so I'll uh, I'll check that one out. Is it is it all on Netflix now? Can I can I see it? It is. All? It is. Okay. Yeah, it's really interesting as well. No, it's in Hawaii, but like, I think half people, half Japanese and Hawaiian oh. people would come, and also, you know, um, Japanese like one hundred percent Japanese people would come and actually you can see that like cultural difference between Japanese people and half Hawaiian people who grew up in Hawaii that would be interesting as well that's interesting to me as well that's super interesting yeah yeah, yeah. Mm, you know yeah. isn't it amazing just the amount of content you can get now online I'm so old I remember Japanese families in London where I live they used to go to the local video store and they used to rent VHS videos of Japanese TV. That's how old I am. <laughs> because like in uh, where, I li- where I lived in North London, there were quite a few Japanese companies. And so the families who lived, it, uh, the, the, the employees in their families who lived in London, you know, they obviously needed to get their fix of culture from home and so there was this small video shop it was hilarious and they had they had all like the uh you know gaman taikai and all the wide show and it was all mm-hmm. on vhs videos and now we can get it all online for free pretty much it, it it's it's an amazing world it's an amazing now. yeah use them as much as possible i think mm. absolutely fascinating answers to my questions but i have a new challenge here because we're going to do listener questions as i said i sent an email out to our listeners saying if you have a question for miku sensei let me know what it is and i'll ask her so the first question we got was actually um, a lot of members were asking the same kind of question so i just basically put them into the same question so a big shout out to ronnie and jean philippe from belgium and basically mm-hmm. they want to know is why did you decide to start teaching japanese to foreigners and why did you decide to do it online i think you've already partially um answered that before but um let me slightly alter the question was there a moment where you were like right i want to teach Right. So I went to Spain. I was studying Spanish from 18 years old, from the age of 18 years old. And I went to Spain when I was 19 years old. And that's when I found that so many people are interested in Japan and Japanese culture. And I started to teach Japanese to my friend. Right. And I was like, this is fun. Mm. This is so much fun. And I decided to, so I came back to Japan. And I decided to learn how to teach Japanese. And I went to an academy 
and I got a teaching qualification for that. But, <laughs> お疲れ様でした。<笑>お疲れ様でした。大変だった。大変でしょう、なんか。Yeah, I had no money back then. So I needed to, how to say? Like rent a loan, かな Loan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, yeah, get a loan out. So you begged, borrowed, and stole the money. もう高くて、つらくて、長くて、すごい大変なし。あの僕の友達もあの日本語の先生もいるから、そういう話したから、すごい大変。あのご,ご苦労さんです。<笑>そうだね。It was a huge investment. Yeah, wow. Well, it paid off. It paid off. It paid off, yeah. Luckily. I can really tell you know what you're talking about. You, 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 just from what you've said up until now about learning languages, like, oh, yep, she knows what she's talking about. Yep. <laughs> so, like, but I didn't start right away. I didn't start teaching right away. I was like, I think I should、um, perfect my English before. And I worked in a ryokan. Ryokan is traditional Japanese hotel. And I had no money, as I said. I used all my money and then also got a loan to, teach, to learn how to teach.、Mm-hmm. So I needed to save up money as well. So I went to Hakone, very spontaneous, but very, <laughs> I went to Hakone and、um, I started to save up money, but like, I was attending lots of foreigners there. So I improved my English and I also was kind of afraid to start doing what I really wanted to do. I, I was kind of afraid to like, follow my dream.、Mm. But yeah, one day I thought, I might die. In, right. I might right. die next year. I might die. I, I can die anytime. And I will regret for the rest of my life if I didn't follow, follow my dream. Right. And I was like, going through this job offer on the website. And then <laughs> I don't know why, but I found this job in Mexico. Oh, wow. Right, as a Japanese teacher. And I was like, should I go? Oh, I shouldn't go. Oh my God. And I have to decide in one week because it's, you know,、right. limited. It was limited. So, yeah, I applied for that and I got it. And I went to Mexico. Where in Mexico were you? Guadalajara. Ah, bien, bien. I was in Puerto Escondido in, and also Oaxaca as well. But、oh. that was like 10 years ago. A million years ago. Wow. Isn't Mexico the most amazing place on earth? Oh my God. I love people. I love Mexican people. Yeah. They're so amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I get along so well with like Latinos. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was thinking of this, you know, Osaka is kind of like the Latino area of Japan. Or maybe. Mexico is the Osaka area of, of Central America or North so, America. So, North America, <laughs> I should say. So, yeah. So, me encanta. See? Me encanta Mexico. Amo, amo Mexico. Muchísimo. Amo、sí. comida, la gente, el clima. Ah.、Uh, ¿Y tú, Alex? Disculpe, señorita. No <laughs> recuerdo nada. I mean, just, I mean. Just, 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 just the language, actually. No, I, I remember my trip to Mexico really well. But I, I,、uh, I went to this tiny school and they had this、right. terrible textbook. And it was, it was, you know, it's kind of like what we were talking about before.、Um, I didn't learn any, any Spanish at all. It was like,、uh, hola, hola, 
¿Cómo estás usted? Bien. ¿Y tú? Soy el presidente de los Estados Unidos. You know, so it's just completely useless Spanish. And then when I went out on the street, I realized no one said that. They all said, you know, like, ¿Qué onda, güey? ¿Qué tal? <laughs> so it was, <laughs> I had true. such an awesome time in Mexico. It was amazing. I, I want to open up the Learn Japanese pod, podcasting office in Oaxaca. It's just so amazing. Anyway, so, so you in Guadalajara, you, on the spur of the moment, you were like, right, screw it. I'm going to Mexico. You right. got on a plane. And how, how did it go? It went really well and I loved it. I was like, this nice. is it. This is my mission. I found my mission. <laughs> wow, that's so cool. What, Miku sensei, why are we not living in Mexico? What's wrong with us? What's wrong with us? Seriously. That's true. We should yeah, all go to Mexico and then open up this real Japanese He's pod. Right there. You go. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can speak in uh by the way by the way a huge shout out to all the mexican listeners of learn japanese pod ¿Qué tal? Bien. i'm <laughs> sorry for my horrible existence spanish i should be able to speak much better than i can you tried so i tried so how how long were you in uh mexico for about a year Wow. Yeah. And I So which is better, your English or your your Spanish? Well, I use English more than Spanish. Like I right. nobody speaks Spanish here. Ah. Like I, I need someone to talk to. Sure. Yeah, but sometimes I call my Mexican family. Like I, right. I found my Mexican family in Mexico. And I nice. talk to them on the phone and they'll say, Your Spanish is getting worse. What oh, are no. you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Well, may maybe um, maybe uh, uh, you could start up a you know Spanish speaking group or something That's in Osaka. True. I'm sure there are people who want to do it. Yeah. That's true. Latinos in Osaka. Let's nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So let let me let me ask you another um, listener question, and this is a very simple one, and this is from um, various members who again basically ask the same question. So a shout out to Ty from Pennsylvania. And a shout out to Joanna from Leicester in the UK. And they ask, what is the most common grammar or vocab error that English speakers make when speaking Japanese? Mm. Yeah, I would say particles are very right. tricky. And how can we correct it ourselves? Is there any way? So, I would say if you can, I... Like recommend you to get a Japanese teacher. Yeah, right. Because right. that I would say the conversation is like a tennis, right? Mm. It's playing tennis. So like I would like, I used to talk in the mirror <laughs> when I was <laughs> studying English and Spanish. I used to talk in the mirror, and then my friend family was like, "Yeah, she's doing this again." <laughs> and but it was like it worked to a certain degree. Right. right. But I was like, I need feedback. Right. <laughs> I don't know if I'm making a mistake or I'm doing it right. So <laughs> I'd say get a Japanese. If you can, there is like italki, you know. So I would say get a Japanese. But if it's difficult for you financially, 
like I'd recommend Hello Talk. It's an、mm. app where you can do a language exchange. And、right. there's so many Japanese people who want to improve their English.、Mm. So you can help them, help each other. Yeah, but like have conversation with Japanese people. So, for people、mm. who don't know Hello Talk, I guess this is an online app where you can meet someone and you do a language exchange, right?、Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And then what's the other one? Italki? Italki. Italki. I haven't used that before. I might actually I might road test that myself because、uh, I'd like to.、Uh, I just want to. Myself, you know, just for my own practice, I want to speak to more and more Japanese people. So, that, that doing it online would be a very good way for someone lazy like me who can't be bothered to leave my house. <laughs> Did I tell you I was a hikikomori? I never leave the、Majde. house. Hikikomori. <laughs> I don't have any people skills, Miku Sensei. <laughs> I can talk to you. Oh, please, please, you'd be the first person who would. <laughs> so,、um, this leads me on as we were talking about、um, Spain and Mexico before. A good friend of mine, this is a, a question for a good friend of mine called Matthew, and he actually lives in Machida here in、uh, Tokyo. He says, How does being a student of English and Spanish help you teach Japanese? That's a very, very good question, Matthew. Deep question. Yeah, I like that. Deep、one. question. I would say, I see the struggle because I used to struggle, right? So, when I'm teaching online, first of all, I can be very patient with them and、right. very supportive, supportive because I know how difficult it is. It's not easy. And also, as I mentioned before, because I needed to find my way to break through in、mm. English and Spanish, I know how they can improve Japanese. Faster.、Mm-hmm. Right. So that's how I think I could, I can lead them to become fluent and right, right. yeah become more confident speaking Japanese. They say when you learn your third language, you learn it more quickly、mm. because you've already made mistakes with your second language. Obviously, your first language, you didn't, you just learned it naturally. Your second language, you had to. Consciously learn it, but then by the time you get onto your third language, they they say it's is that true for you?、Mm, so, yeah, right, so right, I right. learned Spanish first. Oh, interesting. Oh my God, I had so much headache when I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like、right. a baby, you know, like、right. I couldn't speak. And that was my very first time I couldn't express myself.、Mm, mm, and mm. I needed to, you know, I wanted to have friends and connection, and that was very difficult for me. Miku Sensei, for a person like you, not being able to express yourself must have been torture. Oh my God, I know. <laughs> but, but like, I found a way, like, you know, I was like a comedian. I was using、uh, gesture all the time, you know,、yeah. <laughs> very exaggerating. You're using, you're using your Osaka humor, your ultimate weapon. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> ah, and also,、um, I developed my strategy、mm. to become fluent in English and Spanish. That's, Um, very important thing is that you know how to ask questions.、Mm. So, even though you don't understand 100%, if you know how to ask questions, you know, then you can take the language shower.、Uh, you know, uh, 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 uh. like even though you, ha- you understand 20%, you can carry the conversation with them. And that's how babies learn, right? Like,、mm. they 
do input first. They listen first. Mm. They do all the input so they get enough vocabulary and they know enough to express themselves. So I would say uh, first learn questions, lots of questions. What's your job? Uh, you know, what's your hobby? That's like simple question is good. And why did you start this, your business or stuff like that? And keep on asking. <laughs> I, as a Japanese person, do you find it quite challenging to learn European languages? Because we've got all this like annoying grammar. You've got subject verb agreement. We've got future tense. We've got oh plural and singular. All these things that aren't as uh, well, you don't really have them in Japanese. So I always feel that people learning Japanese, we kind of basic Japanese seems to me quite simple but also making questions in english seems to be quite complicated right um so what, what, how, how, how is it for japanese people you're kind of like i am he is they are you know is, is it hard english is easier but spanish was harder because oh, you know depends on the person you have to change the conjugation like sure. yo como tu comes mm. el come y todo mm. <laughs> something like that <laughs> so and also female and uh, masculine mm. right Mm. Like this la mesa, the mm. table is female. Yes. But like the floor is suelo. It's mm. mus masculine, you say? Masculine, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Masculine. Right. Yeah. Masculine. So that was hard. Then I needed to like start thinking in that language. It was impossible for me to translate from Japanese to English and Japanese to Spanish. So for at first I was doing that. But I got to the point where I was like, I cannot translate everything. It's not yeah, connected. Right, English right, and Japanese right. are not connected. Right. So, yeah, at some point I was like, I, I have to think in English. Yeah, and I started to do that. I, I never cracked it, but um, maybe one day if I get back into learning Spanish, I never really cracked verbs. I found them to be very hard, you know, mm. so, you know, present tense and past tense and, you know, verb agreement. And then, yeah. you know, saying stupid, you know, learning stupid sentences like perdi mi burro en la montaña, you know. All that kind of Okay, that's cool. Uh, yeah, you know, we've got to start a learn Spanish pod. You and me, Miku-sensei, we're going to do it. We've got to do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, uh, Miku-sensei, for the last bit of the show, I thought we'd do a quick fire round but entirely in Japanese. So, if you want to change the language in Japanese mode, you can change the language in うん。ね。そうだね。東京に住んだことがないから。あ、そっか。うん、東京と大阪の違いはあまりわかんないけど。でも、東京に住む、東京に住まなくていいよ。あ、住まなくていい?あの、関東に住んだことあるよ。あ
大阪人と東京人の性格は違いますかお互いにイライラすることもありますか<笑><笑>東京の人と喧嘩になるけどね。そうね、こ,のこの質問東京の人イライラするとか言ったらめっちゃ限界になるけどそうだねさっき言ったのとちょっとねつながってるけど大阪人の方がうるさい、うんね、<笑>いやいやいやあのうるさいっていうか親しみや、うん、親しみやすいじゃないですかそうだね親しみやすいし<笑>知らない人と話しやすいうん、うんうん、ああそうそうそうそうそう,そう、うんうん、なんか気軽に話しかけることができるから、うん、例えば東京の電車に大阪人が乗ってたら、うん、あの大阪にいる時はいつもみんなすごい話すから電車でもまあ人によるけどあの私も初めて東京に行った時大阪の友達と東京に行ってめっちゃ喋ってたんだよねあの電車で。すぐあの初めて大阪に行った時にあ電車に,にぎやかだなと思った<笑>すごいねみんなしゃべみんなしゃべってるで東京だとあの山手線でも誰もしゃべってないよすっごい静かそう,そうそうそうそう,そうあんなに人がいるのにめっちゃ静かじゃん<笑>だからあの大阪人もあちょっと静かにしないといけないみたいな感じでちょっと静かになるもんうんうんあっあ,あとねもうちょっとあるけど、はい、あの大阪人は結構あの友達をバカにするよね<笑>だからこれはね愛情だと思うアフェクションだと思う例えば大阪人の友達と一緒に話してる時によくもう「ミクアホやな」って言われる<笑>そうそうそう「アホ means like literal translation is stupid」But, but, it, but it doesn't kind of like if you called someone stupid in English, they might be offended. But like, ahoyana, it, it, it's not quite stupid. It's kind of like, oh, you. Oh, like, you. Oh, I love you. you. Yeah. It's, it's just, just Osaka people's way of saying, I love you and you're so funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. So. そうそうそう,そうそ率直こと言うよねそうだよね、うん、率直にものを言うから、うん、だから大阪人は知らない間に東京人を傷つけることがあると思うそうね Because that's ね愛情,愛情表現の仕方が結構ダイレクトもうアホやな何してんねんほんまにとか言うからと東京の人びっくりすると思うさ初めて大阪の人と話したら要するに東京に引っ越しする人は、うん、東京かお酒に住むか迷ってる人はですねやっぱりお酒に行ってくださいお酒の方がいい<笑>お酒が住みやすい人が親しみやすいすぐ友達作れるからで本当にお酒の方がいい、えー、そうだよねアレックス東京にも大阪にも住んだことがあるよね大阪3年間住んでた、うん、すっごい楽しかった本当に、うん、そうあの東京って地方からみんな来るじゃんうん、そうカントリーサイドからそうだからそのコミュニティはうんあるところもねあるけどもちろん、うん、でも基本的にコミュニティっていうより、うん、地方の人が集まってるって感じだからロンドンとかパリとかと他の国の都市と同じだと思うけど大阪人大阪大好きだから、うん、あまり関東に行かない
と思う。そうそうそうそうそう。なんかコミュニティがあるんだよね。だからだから大阪はですね、大阪人ばっかり。<笑>そう。東京だとみんな田舎から来た。みんなあ、上京さん東京へようこそみたみたいな感じ。でも本当にあの大阪に行った時超楽しかった。あ、ごめんなさい。めっちゃ楽しかった。<笑><笑>よ,よくなんかあのまたあの東京に戻った時に、うんえっと、いつもなんかめっちゃなんちゃらなんちゃらなんちゃら言った時に友達「えあの超じゃないですか」<笑>「超<笑>と言ってくださいここ大阪じゃないから」ここは大阪じゃないですよ<笑>誰それ誰のインプレッション<笑>あ自分の変な日本語のまねものまねしてる自分のものまね<笑>ということで、はい、ミック先生の一番好きな大阪弁のフレーズを教えてください。はい、どうぞ。うわ、難しい。ね。難しいな、これは。そうね。<笑>ええー。There are so many, right? いや、so many. Right. But I would say, かまへん。かまへん。ああ、いいね。あかまへん。かまへん。What is かまへん okay? So, for our wonderful listeners, what does かまへん mean? かまへん is like, it's okay. Yeah. So, for example, like, you know, this is funny, quite funny, because kamahen can sound very like, patronizing. Yeah. You know, because that's what older people would say to young people. So, for、right. example, like, if I go to a bar, Izakaya, with my friend,、mm. and then, like, I want to pay, you know, I want to、mm. invite them. And, but I don't want to really, you know, brag about it, you know. So,、mm. but I want to make it kind of funny. So I would say, come on, come on. Yeah. I'm going to pay for it. Come on, come on, come on. Right. I, I love that. Next time you go to Osaka, use come on. Now,、mm. uh, next question is very difficult. Go ahead.、Um, Miku, real Japanese, no, surely no, mock your one, none deska. Tsugino stage, one, none deska. Wow. Big question. そうだね。私もまだまだ勉強中なので、うん、これからもっと努力したいですね。例えば、うんうんうん、どうしたらもっと楽しくもっと簡単に日本語が学べるのかを勉強したい。それでもっとたくさんの日本語学習者,学習者、うん、あの日本語勉強している人たちの助けになりたいね。うん、多分ね、あの、日本語を学べる機会があまりないと思うんだよね。もし学校に行ってなかったら。うん、だから、まあ、インターネットがあるから、今は。だから、世界中の人が日本語を学べる機会、チャンスを作りたいから、これからもっと動画を作っていきます。うん、あとね、日本語だけじゃなくて、日本語、日本文化も紹介したい。それは、うん、あのねあまあなんていう日本語でちょっとわからないけど日本語を流暢に話せるのは大切だけじゃなくて cultural fluency ということがいいよねなんか I really wanted to do like a cultural fluency course or something like that maybe your Japanese is amazing but you're acting really horribly around Japanese people <laughs> you need to improve your Cultural fluency. So, こういったコースをちょっと作りたかったなと思った。それめっちゃいいアイディアだと思う。あところで、あまあ、by the way あ、まあ、ミック先生とアリックスの目標は大体同じなので
マジで将来にコラボしようよめっちゃコラボしたい今日めっちゃ楽しいもんこれ超楽しかった、うん、本当に今日のインタビューは今年で最高一番楽しかった本当にうわ嬉しいということでミク先生はこのポッドキャストを聞いてる皆さんに何か伝えたいことありますかそうだねまず初めに日本語を勉強してくれて本当にありがとうございます<笑>っていうことですよね<笑>みんながみんなが日本とか日本に興味を持ってくれることは日本人としてめっちゃ本当に純粋に嬉しいし感謝してるし、うん、みんなのおかげでこの仕事ができてるからね、うんうんうん、恩返しできるように頑張ります、うん、恩返しちょっと難しいかな恩 means gratitude とか kindness、うん、blessing 恩、うん、返します means to give back、うん、so 恩返しします is to give back the gratitude or give back the service ね、恩返しできるように<laughs> 頑張ります。ミク先生、Thank you so much for today's interview. I had so much fun talking to you, and I'm so glad we finally got together because we were talking about this for a while. Just, just to end off the podcast, I would say, Miku sensei,、um, where can people find you online? Basically, you can find me on YouTube.、Mm. Uh, my YouTube name is Miku Real Japanese Alphabet. In alphabet and same on Instagram. So it's Miku underscore real underscore Japanese.、Mm. And I'm most active on those two. Yeah, so if you are looking to learn real, authentic, and practical Japanese with me, yeah, come on, join me and let's learn Japanese together. Seriously, people, check out Miku Sensei's videos. They're educational. They're Hilarious, and you're going to learn a lot of really natural Japanese, not like my horrible textbooks. So,、no. definitely check out her amazing <laughs> stuff.、Uh, by the way, Miku Sensei, I've just realized、Hi. that this is the last podcast of the year and the decade for the 20 teens from 2010. Wow, I'm so honored. Yeah, so we definitely ended on a high note. What, what, what did you think of、uh, 2010 to 2019? How, how was it for you? Pretty good? Pretty good and lots of change. It was like jet coaster. It's been like a really crazy jet coaster just globally, you know.、Um, you know, politics has become a disaster.、Mm. Social media made everyone angry and shouty. <laughs> and we've, you know, we've got fake news, we've got all these horrible things. But You know, melon pan exists. <laughs> melon pan. Melon, there's melon pan, and、uh, we, we both live in Japan,、yeah. and life is good. So、yeah. I'm, I'm glad we can experience and share these crazy experiences together. So、um, thank you very much, Miku Sensei, and、mm. Minasan, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. That's it for today. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast.、Uh, Ami Sensei and I will be back in the new year, in a new decade with new podcasts. So if I don't speak to any of you before, have a wonderful Christmas and a wonderful new year.、Mm. Take care, rest.
get ready for the next decade. It's probably going to be really crazy too. <laughs> but I look forward to making more podcasts. And Mika sensei, let's hang out again. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yakusoku. Yakusoku desu. So thank you, everyone. See you next time. Bye. Mata ne.